The Tommy Show. Presented by PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org to learn about PenFed's great rates on home and auto loans, credit cards, and savings accounts. PenFed and The Tommy Show. Better together. Live from D.C., it's The Tommy Show. Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond. Real fun. D.C. Starring Kelly Collis and Tommy McFly. Another hour of The Tommy Show starts now. And let's hear it for those holes in the calendar that used to be weekends. I'm going to go ahead and celebrate it. Happy long Labor Day weekend. Thanks to everybody who has done the work and made Labor Day possible and built all the things that went in to just making today and tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow a long celebration, whether you're home or not. Hey, Kelly, how you doing? I think a lot of people are going to be celebrating this weekend. I mean, the weather is supposed to be great, at least uh, in sort of the eastern seaboard area. We had terrible storms last night, but I think that people are going to get out and about and enjoy the weather in some safe social distance fashion, I I'm believe. Everyone's going to find a way. Like, Seska's getting involved, Team Success. She's figuring it out. Look at her image on Periscope. She already got the beach on there. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And uh, also, if you were listening on the app, she appreciated a little Bismarcky this weekend that we started out with. <laughs> I'm so glad that she said that because I picked that especially for this Friday morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are going to play a beach weekend at home playlist all weekend long, too, starting around this afternoon. It's going to be nonstop beach music to get you in the mood, get that tropical vibe going, no matter where you're getting your blender out this weekend. Mm-hmm. want to say um, a hello and a we're thinking about you to the people in Edgewater, Maryland. They had a crazy storm come through overnight. Tornadoes. This is some video from our partners at NBC4. Um, trees down, power out, all kinds of stuff going on. Um, the storms that whipped through were pretty wild. Uh, yeah, that was a little, very scary last night. They they came in so quickly and they were gone just as soon. As, I mean, it was like minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I know that there's a lot of, uh, as, as the light you know, shines this morning, people are figuring out what's going on with their long weekend. So we can't, not everyone gets to have that big celebration. So we're thinking of our peeps um, in Edgewater and the surrounding areas who are dealing with all that this morning. But then the weekend is going to be absolutely beautiful. There's going to be sun, all the things, including fireworks, Kelly. Fireworks. Manassas City is doing their fireworks celebration and I uh, chatted with them about it because they want to keep it social distance. As a matter of fact, they would love for you to enjoy it. You know what? They'd love for you to enjoy it at home. And yes, this video has reporter voice on it. So I'm just going to let you make fun of me when it's over. I just realized that this is this has reporter voice. So get ready. It's going to be 500 feet in the air. So most likely anywhere in the city you can see this fireworks display. If you do plan to pay a visit, social distancing is a must. We're drawing circles on the museum lawn so that people can stay in their family units in those circles and help social distance. I can appreciate, too, how much caution you're telling me all of this with. Because I'm sure a lot of planning and a lot of thought went into pulling this off at all. Right. We were um, nervous at first to put it on, but we really just want to give people something positive. Were these the 4th of July fireworks you're hanging on to, or are these a new set of fireworks? <laughs> you're smart. They were. <laughs> they were the 4th of July fireworks. So um, we had a deposit on some, and, of course, we want to use them because we had paid for them, and this is a, a good time to use them. That's Patty Prince from the city of Manassas. 
<laughs> Your reporter voice wasn't so bad there. <laughs> Thanks. It, it, it's, been, it, it's been much worse. Well, that's awesome. The fireworks over the weekend sounds great. So earlier in the week, Tommy, we talked about how uh, alcohol sales have increased like over 100% in the state of Virginia, speaking of Manassas. Um, and so no one is really surprised by that because people are sort of enjoying their libations at home. Also, there is an increase in sales in Legos. <laughs> Huh. It's not as dramatic as alcohol, but it is significant because it's up about 14% from last year, this time last year. And if you think about Legos and all the retailers that were kind of closed down for a while, it is kind of surprising. So um, Legos has uh, done a lot of things, a lot of marketing. I want to show you, I do have my own Legos that I made during COVID. Look at that. Look at that. What is it is that? the friend set my daughter and I put together. Uh, this was early on in the uh, COVID crisis. So huh. I can see a little Amazon purchase. Oh, yeah. Thanks for zooming in. Look at that. Um, yep. See the friend set there. I can see Phoebe from here. <laughs> this is, of course, at the at the uh, Central Perk. Um, but Legos has gotten involved because they're now offering a new all sorts of new sets. The Friends one was one. But if you love Harry Potter, like our little fox does, they have a new Lego set that I don't even understand um, what's happening here. Apparently, this is Diagon Alley. And there's 14 new characters, the little caricatures that you can get mm. from uh, Legos. And it costs about $400. Little fox is with us. Can you break down what she just said? <laughs> yeah. So Diagon Alley is the like little shopping strip where you go before school starts to buy all of your school supplies and you can buy brooms. You can buy, that's where you get your wand. It's oh. so basically like the little shopping trip spree place. Um, I want this set so bad. Like Harry <laughs> Potter Target. What I don't understand. Kind of, think more like it's more like a strip mall type area. Oh. Okay. Um, think more Georgetown. Okay. There's like boutiques on every like area that you can go in and out of. I actually have a mini version of it. Look it's at you. Like very tiny. And actually, if I had known we were talking about this today, I would have built it last night. But <laughs> I tried to start building it before the show, and this is as far as I got. Well, I think you should get the starter right. Georgetown, and then you can get the real one, you know, maybe later. <laughs> Well, a little known uh, fact about Little Fox, she used to work at a Lego store and loves Legos, loves Harry Potter. Um, this Too bad you won't be able to get your discount because it is $400 and it has over 5,000 pieces. Oh, I want it so bad. I just don't even have the room for it, honestly. But How long would that take you to put together? Oh, boy. Um, I don't even know. And it's it also really hard. It's not that complicated from this, from this angle, from just seeing no. it as the video. But it's no. like got a brown house and a pink house and a gray house and a purple house and all of well, the different see, things if you're listening. Each of those buildings is at least one bag. So if I had to guess, there's probably eight bags in that kit. At least. So I think it depends on your skill with Lego and your dexterity. If I had just time to dedicate it, probably would take me between three and four hours maybe oh my gosh that's not bad wow and i think of the, okay, God, i'm sorry the legos that are really tough are the ones that are all the same color mm -hmm. because then you get this bag and it's like all these pink legos you're like oh wait they all kind of look the same i mean i know we they're not did the u.s capitol and they're all like ivory colored 
and, yeah. like, and a couple greens and a couple grays. And you know what was wild about the Capitol? Inside the rotunda, there's little Lego statues that are all around there. But, yeah. like, yeah, nobody can ever see that. <laughs> but you know it's there. Right. I was like, Lego, we spent a lot of time laying the floor of the rotunda that nobody is going to see. <laughs> ever. Super cool. Well, Fox, thank you very much for bringing us uh, your Lego expertise. I really appreciate it. No problem. It. No problem. Kelly, were you crying in sports last night? I actually was celebrating. So I've become sort of a Flyers fan um, because, of course, the Caps are out, and they're just kind of a fun team to watch. Um, but before we get to that, I wanted to talk about Ovechkin because I do want to give a nod. I can't talk about the Flyers without talking about the Caps first, right? In theory. seems only fair. So Ovechkin's wife, who has been posting a ton of uh, video and photos of their firstborn, their two-year-old son, and how he is so um, talented in hockey already. He always has a hockey stick in his hand. Wait till you see this video from her Instagram of little Sergey flipping the puck on a hockey stick. He's two. He can barely walk. Look at that. Oh, my gosh. He's flipping. He's got a hockey stick, and he's flipping the puck up and balancing it back onto the hockey stick. And the hand-eye coordination on this kid is incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. And he's always seemed surprised that he did it, but he's like obviously been practicing doing it. He's so cute. Wow. He also yeah. was seen like slapping some slap shot goals too. Yeah. 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 Two years old. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. So, I mean, I know he's been spending a lot of time with dad because during the pandemic and then of course now dad's home because the gaps are out of the playoffs, but I have been watching the flyers. They're just a fun team to watch. They're kind of the, underdogs they forced game seven last night they won in overtime but really the headline that's coming out is Lindblom who is the player we've talked about him on the show before with Courtney Lachlan who has been fighting cancer he um, underwent chemotherapy a very rare type of cancer starting in December through July this young man he's 24 years old one of the best players with the Flyers he returned to the ice last night for the first time so you can imagine, I mean, there was no fans in the stands, but people on the internet and on Twitter, I was watching it happen live, just were so supportive and cheering him on. And I think it gave the team this extra boost to win in double overtime to force a game seven. So very exciting to see him on the ice. And there was a press conference afterwards that um, one of his fellow players, Carter Hart, it gets a little emotion. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything I can describe how proud we all are of him and how much he means to this organization, to our team. Um, a really special moment for him to come out for his first shift there and to see the support from not only our team, but the Owls uh, all standing up and, and uh, cheering him on. So especially right after a goal against, uh, a lot of respect to them for that. And uh, I mean, you can ask him how he feels. I'm sure he's pretty excited. Were you nervous at all? the kind of jitters that you feel like your first NHL game and how do you feel after coming out of a double overtime game your first game since December uh we started talking a little bit yesterday then we took a decision today but I mean it's hard hard to step in a playoff game and especially one of these when we have to win but try to grind it out and uh luckily we came out with a win here man yeah I can't believe having chemotherapy in December and then through July, NHL file a final game. Through July, he so that's why it took him a little while to get, you know, back into shape and back on the ice, and just to be on the ice last night. I, I it was pretty cool, and to see the, the the team, the opposing team in this big game, stand up and cheer for him that they, they played the Islanders, um, was pretty classy too.
Well, and it's a it's a forced game seven. I mean, yeah. not not to get all sportsy with you because I'm not really good at that. But like a forced game seven with a team that's probably the underdog in it to put a guy in who just recovering from cancer. Yeah, is, like that's a that's a bold move. Yeah, that's a bold move in a game where you knock each other around on skates. <laughs> totally. So they must have been so confident in his ability to like make it happen, Aww. and and him too, right? Like he must have been so confident in his ability to be like. I can do this, right? When yeah. they're like, hey, you want to go? I mean, I don't think it was like a negotiation where like, hey, you want to go in? He's like, sure. But I, like, <laughs> for, him, for, him to even, for him to even be like, I'm going to lace up my skates and I'm going to do this, for him to feel that confident is crazy too. It's good stuff. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so superheroes and pandemics cross on this one. Batman tested positive for COVID-19. Robert Pattinson is going to be playing the dark Knight in the new movie uh, is COVID positive at this point. He's, you know, doing what he's got to do, but production for the movie has been halted. It was filming over in London. They've got to obviously take a break until he's in better shape to, to make it through and to put the suit back on. But I didn't realize that Batman was filming in London also. Yeah. It, and then it had stopped it, They had stopped it during the, they had started it, I guess, last fall. And then they stopped it during the quarantine and they had just restarted. So, um, that's a big question mark of, as everyone is trying to navigate, you know, how to best go about this Hollywood and superheroes are not immune to doing it. So it will be interesting to see how other, uh, production houses are going to handle their filming because when your big star gets it, there's, potentially hair and makeup there's production crew there's who knows what that's been exposed to him as well and i wonder if they're filming in london because you know the u.s is working through our situation right now or if they've moved it over there because he's over there or like how that was i think the 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 last one was filmed in pittsburgh the last batman movie that um was like the dark knight series was filmed in pittsburgh because when i went to pittsburgh for best buddies when i drove through it i was like whoa gotham <laughs> that's pretty awesome that's pretty awesome so hopefully he's feeling better also I just want to point out that at, at this point Batman and Superman are now both British well we got Meghan Markle so I think it's a fair trade I'm just saying the British are coming the British are coming <laughs> yeah Meghan Markle's here I'm just saying I, you know I saw Hamilton that, that King sang a song they've been thinking about it this whole time Things were a little different back then, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to uh, spread some laughter, spread some fun, spread some positivity. So the DC Improv, which has been around for decades in DC, has been dark since March because it's a club in the basement of a building on Connecticut Avenue. And this is the place that people like Dave Chappelle and Wanda Sykes got their start. Seinfeld has played at. I mean, the, the DC Improv is just iconic and so important to comedy nationally. And so they're getting a little scrappy and getting a little smart. They are doing a drive-in comedy show at RFK tomorrow, Saturday. The first show is sold out. The 11 p.m. show um, is still available. And it's an all-DC comedian lineup. I will tell you, if you plan on going to this show, it is definitely not PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> so just want to make sure you're ready for that. But uh, I spoke with Paris Sachet, who is um, just an awesome... DC comedian, and she gave us a little heads up about what to expect at the show tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be fun. I feel like the best comedy comes from pain and the truth. 
So I feel like if I speak to the people and they feel like they can relate because I think everybody has been going through similar things during the pandemic. DC's own Paris Sachet and an all-local lineup will take the stage at Park Up, drive-in style, outside of RFK Stadium on Saturday. And I think it gives people a break to be able to come out, still social distance in your car, but be able to see live comedy right in front of you. With clubs like DC Improv closed for months, it's a chance for Paris to get back on stage. Comedy is necessary right now because even if I'm not okay getting the energy from people by delivering laughter to them, it'll be okay. We'll transfer energy at this comedy show that everybody will walk away feeling like, wow, I needed this. It'll be like church in the parking lot. Are you planning for a kind of a different show with people in their cars? So if I can see you, then I can talk to you. And for the people in the back, you should have got the VIP tickets. I mean, that's <laughs> spent the money. <laughs> yeah, but when you go to a comedy club, it's not always a good thing to sit in the front row because you're the one that's going to be picked on. I know from experience. <laughs> so, that sounds great. And I, I mean, I miss, I love improv and I love comedy clubs. And uh, it's great that they're getting creative. Another example of, of business getting creative and working with the resources that we have in our great city to make uh, some entertainment, which we all need. I will tell you, um, so last night, like, I was like, had a rough day yesterday. So around six o'clock, I was like, you know what? I'm going to open that bottle of wine. And I, I downloaded her album. Um, it's My Honest Ignorance. <laughs> I, I listened to it on Apple Music. Again, it is not even close to PG 13. Just so we're all <laughs> on the same page. But holy cow. I at one point was sitting on my kitchen floor with my glass of wine laughing. Like, I couldn't move. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> it's so good. It is so inappropriate, but it is so good. So Paris Sachet, I think everyone should give it a listen. Again, very much not even PG-13. I want to be very clear on this. <laughs> but if you are an adult who likes comedy, my goodness, is it great. It's really good. And she recorded her album. This is from, uh, it came out in July. And she recorded it at the DC Improv before um, they shut down. So, so good. So good. And the whole lineup is going to be awesome. All a bunch of DC comedians. If you want to get involved. Speaking of this weekend, if you listen to our app to Alexa, to Google Home, you can say, Alexa, launch the Tommy show. Hey, Google, talk to the Tommy show. Right, Kelly, you've got the Google device. Yes. Hey, Google, talk to the Tommy show. And you'll it will give you options to listen to us live, listen to music, listen to on demand. But I know you want to talk about it. We're going to be playing some great music this weekend for the long yeah. weekend. Sure do. All of the... Uh, beach weekend playlist at home so it's a whole bunch of uh beach music it's fun music it's summer music it's all up there we'll be playing it all weekend long saturday sunday monday and uh hopefully you can enjoy it and hopefully you can uh, get a little bit of beach summer vibes no matter where you are thank you so much for being part and listening we will be right back